Welcome to Fitness Party 101, your guide to fill your cup before pouring into others in the fitness world and beyond. Brought to you by your biggest fan. Hi, I'm Annalisa. From dancer to fitness enthusiast turned personal trainer and instructor, I know the journey you are on. I am here to have real, honest conversations about my life and journey through teaching, and most importantly, helping you find your way on and off the dance floor, one step at a time. Let's jump into the party. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fitness Party 101. I am super excited to work here today, and as per usual, I am excited to be here to talk about this topic that I have. This episode is going to be all about the beauty of 1% every day. And I'm mostly excited to talk about this episode because we're entering into this time where I feel a lot of us are setting 2024 goals. And we're also starting to create these big vision boards. And it's a really, really amazing thing to set your goals for all of these things. But something that I did last year was set my goals really high, and then I was consistently let down. And I was let down because I didn't map out how I was going to get to where I was going to get to. And it wasn't until this summer, actually, where I started implementing a 1% rule, and that literally changed everything. So I'm going to share with you why and how I did it and give you some insight that will hopefully help you really create a vision and goal board that is going to help you go into the new year really strong. And you're not just going to be looking at these goals, uncertain of how to get there and just confused, essentially. But before we get into the episode, I'm going to be talking about how I filled my cup today. And I filled my cup by reinstating my morning routine. I'll be honest, I have been doing a morning routine, but there were little things that I kind of just let fall away. And there was this this moment, this time, this season, we'll just call it, that I was basically going through a transition in my life. I started school again, which y'all, we're going to have a very big recap at at the end of the year about this year. But I started school again. I am not teaching as many classes. And I was trying to find a way to get into this routine in a way that like served me. But this last weekend, I realized that morning routines are really, really important for me. And I love working out in the morning. I don't necessarily love teaching in the morning every day like I was, but I do love moving my body in the morning. I come from a very athletic family and I've been working out for years, so my body naturally wants to move. But it's finding a way to move that is conducive towards my goals and not burning myself out in the process or putting these ridiculous goals on myself and just enjoying the morning still. So I reinstated that routine and it just felt really good. I was able to just do a bar class for me and not teach it and not have any expectations other than just being in and of my body because I needed the challenge that it takes to just fall into the movement and not be working out and paying attention to everyone else's movement. And that was just really refreshing. And then on top of that, I did a little mini dance class. I am doing a 30D challenge. I guess it's 31. <laughs> so I'm working. I'm doing a dance class every single day this month 
in order to challenge the neuroplasticity in my brain. And we're going to be talking about that as well in this episode. But it was just really refreshing to kind of come back home to myself and realize that I can have, quote unquote, a slow life to some extent because I have to with school and everything. I have to be able to come into the calm and come into the focus. But there's also a piece of me that still needs the movement and still needs to be somewhat in alignment to who I am as a mover, as someone who's been moving for 13 years. I've been teaching tons of classes. My body's just used to it. So it was really nice to come back to that. I did a little movement. We did a little dance class. And then after that, I made my breakfast and I just went into my day and I felt so rejuvenated and refreshed. My voice just went up so high. But it was really refreshing. So if you have not reinstated or realigned with what your morning routine or your evening routine or your routines in general, look, I challenge you to just take a look at it. Decide what makes you feel good and what brings you joy. And is there something you can bring in that will help you, you know, show up a little bit better for the world? Pour into yourself before pouring into the world. We know this. We love this. (laughs) We talk about this all the time. All right, let's get into the episode. So today's episode, like I said, is all about the beauty of 1% every day towards your goals. And with it being the new year, this is super, super important to apply. We're going to start this whole piece of shenanigans with a little bit of science on why 1% is really important and why 1% is going to actually create the long lasting change and the consistency that you need rather than, you know, taking the leap to the end goal and not being able to sustain that because you didn't build up everything that you need to get there. So the science behind all of this is that the reality is our brain loves and loves and loves a routine. Our brain just thrives on it. It loves it because of something called neuroplasticity. So neuroplasticity is essentially the brain rewiring itself and teaching itself to build a muscle of confidence. It's that circular motion and loop that the brain does that goes, oh, I can actually do this. I'm going to go to the next step. And so you're teaching your brain to continue to show up in the way that you want it to. And that only happens with repetition. If you do it one time, your brain's going to think that it was a one-time situation, one and done, and that's that's it. It can't, it can't do it again. It, it's not going to know how. But by showing up for it every day, you're going to find confidence in being able to do it. And your brain's therefore going to have confidence to show up in that as well. And it's just like working out in the gym. It's just, you know, learning a new dance routine or anything like that. The brain has to work out. The brain has to build that muscle as well. And you, you wouldn't go to the gym one time and expect to have amazing results and, and walk out and be super strong and, and you know, if you went to a dance class, you wouldn't walk in and be like, I'm going to I'm going to be so good at this. I mean, I've never heard a dancer walk into a dance studio and go, I'm going to be so good at this this time if they they haven't danced in a while or they've never taken a dance class. Normally, they're horrified of it. But realizing that it, it is a process of neuroplasticity to to get to that piece. Neuroplasticity was also a big piece of when I started my fitness journey and my Zumba journey even. That was a piece that I had to tap into because I haven't even given this whole speech yet and I won't in this episode, but we will get into it. But my story started because I went through a surgery, essentially, and the surgery did not go as well as planned. And 
I came out of it with something called acquired dyslexia. And so because of that, I had to teach my brain to rewire. And luckily, <laughs> I went into dance and Zumba right after that. And literally, that changed the game. But it was the repetition. It was the fact that I was teaching a ton. And I was building that muscle and that brain process over and over and over again. Okay, so that's the science. That's a little bit of the behind the scenes of what happens in this 1% process. But it's also a process of consistency overall. So just just know that consistency is neuroplasticity at its finest. Okay, now that science is out of the way, let's talk about how we can actually make all this happen. And I can imagine that you are either about to or have already written down your goals that you are starting to chase or envision for your life. And let me tell you a secret about making these goals happen. First of all, it is the 1%. But from the 1%, you need to break down your goals, okay? You need to know exactly the process you need to do to get there. And I, I want to say smart goals, but I don't even want to because I feel like smart goals are like fairly cliche now. So first things first, you want to break it down. We're going to break it down. We're going to find, for instance, we are learning a new dance style. We're learning a new move of that dance style. What move would you start with? So the what of the situation. What is it? What What are we working with? What it, What is it? Once you get the what, how are you going to learn it? So are you going to go to a dance studio? Are you going to actually take a class for it? Or are you going to research it? Are you going to do something online? Do you already know how to do it and you just have to practice it? Like, what, what is that process for you? What's the how? The when is also a very essential part. But I will tell you, I leave this at the end of everything because when is limiting. When can be really, really stressful if something comes up in your life and learning to work around that is very important because the when can change. Let's be honest, it's just life. I would like to think that every single morning, every single day, every single thing that I have planned goes exactly according to plan. But there are so many things that can pop up and learning to be able to have resilience towards this will help you stay committed to the rest of it. So the most important things, the what and the how. Knowing those two things you're able to critically think your way through the when. So have a general idea of when you're going to do things, obviously. But if something comes up, learn to critically think your way through. How do you get to the thing? And, and that really takes maybe not doing it exactly how you had planned, but shifting what you had planned into something that matches with where you're at. So for instance, you were going to go take a dance class, you had all these plans and everything was working out and then you get off work late or something happens, you're taking the BART, for instance, you're driving, you're, you're, you're doing something and you are held up and you cannot do it. Okay, so how are you going to still make it happen? Are you going to take a class online? Are you going to research something that you can learn about it? How are you going to send energy in that direction to still actively do that 1% every single day. What is what is that 1% for you, right? And we we get really stuck on the all or nothing of like if I don't do this then I can't. No, 1% is can be so many things and that has been such a life-changing realization for me personally since this summer because I've realized, oh, 
as long as I'm taking action towards it, I'm actually getting better at this thing that I want to do. And there's so many resources now, y'all. So don't let that limit you. Don't let the when limit you. Have it in place. It's important. But I think that learning to adapt to it is going to really change the game for you. Some other little things that I'll just throw out there for you that you can do to become better at your craft and what you're doing. Maybe you read or practice a new skill you want to implement. Maybe you create some routines and get creative with your 1% again. Get creative on how you can make that happen. Maybe it changes every day. Maybe you have some things that are just generalized and you're like, I'm going to choose which one I'm going to do. If you're the type of person that can do that, do it. If you know you need to have specific routines set up, then don't do that. You might you might fall off track. <laughs> but it's okay, right? As long as we're actively using that in our brain, it's an amazing thing. So essentially, you want to have that how down. Now, the beauty of 1% is that there is a focus on flow and energy towards the goal, but you're still enjoying the process along the way. And you're not necessarily motivated. You're actually inspired to do it because that 1% is helping you find a creative mindset towards it. And you're you're critically thinking and you're teaching your brain to work in different ways and it's exciting. It becomes very inspiring to take action towards that goal. You start asking yourself more questions when things happen and you really develop that inspiration needed to keep going when things pop up and and send you off course. Celebrate the small wins, please, and write it down along the way because that is the roadmap to the best you. Realizing how far you've come, take videos even. I'm a big fan of videos and pictures and all those things for the purposes of watching the growth behind the person. That is such a beautiful thing to watch. So I strongly encourage you to take action in that as well. Remember, great news is not a destination at the end of the day. I'm going to finish this episode just by saying that greatness is not a destination. It's a journey and a daily process that you continuously have to work on. And that's why 1% is a really amazing thing because you're consistently showing up in that 1% and you're going through this beautiful process. Embrace the 1% mindset and just watch how those small consistent strides lead to extraordinary results for you and your mental health and everything. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, y'all. And don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave me a review. You can also connect with me on the gram and tell me what you learned and what you would like to learn on this podcast. Until next time, I will see you very soon. Have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Pasitos.